And hello there to the first episode of the GGL podcast. This is very exciting. We're going to try something new. And when I say we, me, a, cr- a couple of my friends got together, started this Madden 23 league. I'm not going to be in it, but they love it. They love the game. They run a franchise every season. They usually do about like five, ten seasons. Um, I tried it out. It's a lot of fun, but I think... I find more enjoyment on the sidelines, looking in. I like commentating. I like doing this right here. Um, we're going to try a lot of things. Some things might work. Some things will work. Um, and it's, uh, it's very exciting. The game just came out. This is uh, the 15th right now. So the game technically came out for those that spent the extra money to get like three-day access um i'm not one of those people but we actually have one of those people that could join in right here right now and get his take on what he thinks of the game early on um this is going to be a member of the league he was a member of i think every previous season that they've done um very good. I believe he won the Super Bowl last year. We could clarify that once he joins. Um, great player, great mind, very entertaining. I'd like to welcome in a Mr. Van. Welcome to the show, Van. Hey, man. How's it going? How's it going? So, I'm sure you heard what I was talking about. Can you clarify on some of those things? Are you a Super Bowl champion? Uh, I'm actually the defending Super Bowl champion. Um which probably makes me the front runner to win this year's Super Bowl. But we'll see. Now, one of the exciting features about this season, this league, is there's going to be betting involved. Not real money. We're not that degenerate here in uh, GGL. But it's going to be virtual money. There's going to be uh, betting. Now, are you going to bet on yourself to win the Super Bowl? Oh, 100%. Uh, I definitely think I, I definitely think I have the skills too. There's there's lots of good players in this league, um, but I definitely think uh, with the right mindset going in that I I could easily win the Super Bowl. I love the confidence. It's very contagious. Now take me back a little bit. When did you join the league? Were you here from the start? What's the first memory that you have of uh, the league? So I wasn't I wasn't there from the start. Um, they had the guys had an NCAA league for a long time, and it transferred over to Madden. Um, I joined, I believe, in Madden 21 was the first league that I like first time I joined, and I played for a couple year or a couple seasons, and then I deployed, so I couldn't play anymore. Came back for Madden 22, and we played about six seasons, and it took me all six to finally make it to the Super Bowl, but we did it. Um, but I know a lot of these guys have been playing together probably like eight to ten years now uh, on various uh, football games. So before you joined in 21, did you have experience with other leagues, competitive online leagues? Not uh, competitive online leagues. I, I had a, like a stent playing competitive Madden, um, not for like money or anything like that, but uh, with my friends in the Army. Um, Definitely played a lot of Madden against each other. I uh, played online a lot, uh, but not in like an actual franchise setting. So that was a whole different spectrum of Madden I never really got to experience. So 
It's a new experience, like you just mentioned. Was the competition different? What did you see from the players involved? Like, how did you stack up early on? So early on, I I got toasted. I didn't understand the trading. I didn't understand, you know, team building. Because uh, you know, in just online head-to-head games, you just that's your team. That's who you play with. And then the game's over. You pick a different team and keep going. Whereas you know, a thing that's going on for six to ten seasons, you know, you have to plan for the future. You have to cut players. You have to watch your salary. It was just all a big transition that I didn't really understand early on. Um, and it definitely took me uh, easily till Madden 22 to, to grasp that concept, even late into Madden 22, to really get behind it. Now, you mentioned a lot of things there, and it sounds like you know what you're talking about. So if you are, if there's somebody... If there's somebody in your shoes, put yourself back in 21, you know, joining a league for the first time, they don't know what they're getting themselves into, there's a lot involved. If you had to give one tip to a new competitive league player, what would that tip be? Um, realistically, because anyone can learn how to play Madden, right? Honestly, the biggest thing I would say is don't irritate the people in your league. It just makes the league not fun. Um. So don't go, like, arguing with them. Like, you know, they have, like, set rules, and you've got to follow those rules or you find a different league. Um, that was, again, a, a thing that I wasn't really used to. I was like, what do you mean I can't trade away all my players for 99 overall players? That doesn't make <laughs> sense. It, I, don't, I don't get it, but um, it's something I had to, to grasp that was very, very strange to me. But that's what, what the rules were. What was the big were. first mistake that you made? Uh, immediately, the, the, the day I joined the league for the very first time, I, I traded away, uh, I don't know, a bunch... I, I, when you're playing, like, n- not online franchise, like, you're just playing by yourself, um, you know, you do whatever you want. You want to have super teams and just play Madden for fun, you know, put up 100 points against the CPU. Whereas, um, in a league like this, you know, it's very competitive, so, obviously, I jumped in, I traded for... I don't remember who it was. It was like Tyree Kill and a bunch of other players that were easy to trade for if you knew how to do it. You know, sign quarterbacks out of free agency, even if they're like 68 overall. Teams wanted backup quarterbacks. It was worth a lot in the trade value, yada, yada. So I went and like cheesed the whole trade system and traded for like 10 players like the first five minutes I was in the league and kind of rumbled some feathers. Very interesting. And... You know, a lot of those people, I would assume, are still in the league today. Um, uh, I think all of them are, actually. You know, if you would like to drop some names, because, you know, here on the GGL, we love name dropping, drop some <laughs> names of players that, you know, I'm not going to say scared of, but, you know, when you see them on the schedule, you know it's going to be a good game. Uh, the first one that comes to mind is uh, Kevin Boyd. Uh, it's oh, a uh, spot of triples. Um, him and I have been playing, yeah, we've been playing about, like I said, three years now. And this was the first season that I've actually felt like I could beat Kevin. Um, usually, he, like the, when I first started, he blew me out. And then our games got down to, you know, the last person who had the ball um, had a chance to win it. And then it got to the point where I feel... Like, I kind of understand his game a lot, but Kevin's one of those guys that I don't think I've ever beaten by more than a touchdown. Wow. Now, when you, when you play against a player like that, 
what is it about those games that make it so close? Um, I think Kevin is probably the best at understanding the whole... I don't know how to really explain it. The whole concept of stick to it until it doesn't work kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So... If Kevin can run the ball on you, he's going to run the ball. But he adapts really quickly, so if he can't, he's going to throw it. And he knows how to dice up a defense uh, without, you know, cheesing offensive plays. Like, he has a very diverse offense that's hard to get a hold of. And he can lock you down on defense just as oh, easily. Defense. Even with, like, subpar teams. I remember the first the first season of Madden 22, he had, like, the Houston Texans, you know, not a good team, probably the worst in all of Madden, uh, debatably. And dude clamped me up, and I had the Steelers. Yeah, I didn't have, you know, prime Ben Roethlisberger or anything like that, but he was still locking me up with a very, very, very below average team. And I think he beat me by, like, 14 points. Now, if you had to say your biggest strength in Madden. My biggest strength in Madden is offense. Anything to do with the offense, I think, overall, I'm the best offensive player. Um, just that understanding how, like, what the defense are in, what pass routes to work with, combination with one another. Um, and I think when I'm on, like, a hot streak with confidence, it's hard to stop my offense. Um, just simple in period, like, against anyone. Very interesting. Now, would it be too much to ask for you to stick around? Yeah, I definitely, yeah, uh, here whenever all right thank you so much man that was that was excellent um you know wow the insight right there just uh, any new any new you uh madden user any new not so much if you're playing single player friends i mean even then there is so much to learn from that six, seven minutes of talking to a player like that. Um, I'd love to dive a little bit deeper into the free agency stuff and the trades and the developing players because, I mean, you heard it from them. That's a big strength. And not only is that a big strength, it's a strength because it had to be a strength. If you don't, if you don't upgrade that skill set and you don't work on that and you don't learn... Um, from just repetitive seasons, you know, you're going to fall behind. Your franchise is going to fall behind. When you play with your friends, you're going to fall behind. Maybe not even with your friends. If you're in an online league, it's always adapting. It's always learning. It's always um, the intricate stuff. I feel like you could win more off the field than you can on the field. Um, and that's, that's just great stuff. That, that, was, that was great from, uh, from Van very excited to see him play. I'm very excited to see what team he picks. But there's another player, another coach, another owner, and this guy, this guy is interesting. So I'd like to bring in Zach. Zach, are you there? Howdy, everybody. <laughs> Welcome, Zach. Welcome to the GGL. Now, I want you to tell everybody about the creation of when this whole started, when the group got together, when your first Madden League started, because I feel like you're the guy to go to. You're the encyclopedia. 
Yes. Um, I we started this in uh twenty uh twenty, so I would say it was like Madden twenty, and uh, it was that first season was crazy. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I kind of had the same mistakes that Van had. I was doing some things, and it took it it took some time to figure out like not to step on people's feet and stuff like that, but. Just the, the whole train thing, every, like everything. It was it was crazy, but it was the craziest season I've ever played of it too, because there was some great competition. Now, were you the one that started the league in the first place? I was not. I believe that would be uh, Rizzy. Rizzy. Rizzy is the OG owner. I believe so. Now. When, I know you had a couple seasons as commissioner, right? I did. Talk to me a little bit about the differences of being commissioner and the differences of just being a player in the league. Well, I would say it's a huge difference because you have way more responsibility. I didn't realize how much you have to do and how much you have to kind of like keep people on their toes, make sure they're not doing the uh, wrong thing. You know, like, when you're playing, you're just worried about your game. But when you're the commissioner, you have to worry about everything. You have to worry about advances. You have to make sure that nobody's cheesing. you got to make sure that uh, everyone's happy because you want this thing to keep running smooth. you got to keep people rolling. you got to keep people motivated and playing. Like, this isn't just you anymore. Like, when you're the commissioner, you have to run, at, like, all of it because if one person starts dying and not wanting to play, then it's a big snowball rolling down a hill, just getting bigger and bigger to the point where you're not even not even playing anymore. Now, when you look at the settings, specifically, you know, being a commissioner, owning a league, what are some important settings that you need to get right for a healthy, uh, healthy league, but not only for a healthy league, you know, settings that make you distinctly different from other leagues out there? What, what can you customize? I would have to say the... Um, I kind of had to be with the uh, the XP like we we've been trying to figure out how to adjust the XP correctly and all this stuff because if you do it too fast then the league seems like it just dies out quicker because you kind of got that team to a not like a 95 or something so then like people don't want to play when their team's super good and you're playing against like you know like you have sweat hands every time and like nothing can get completed and stuff like that. But then you don't want it to be too slow to the point where you don't feel like your team's getting better because then you're not building correctly. It's just you picked a terrible, like a team that you're trying to build and then it's kind of like taking forever. So then you're just getting thrashed for three or four seasons. You see, I think you made a very interesting point there because <clears throat> when you look at sports, I mean, you could look at football, baseball, basketball, any sport, you know, the thing that's interesting is each team has a strength but each team clearly has a best player sometimes it may be two you know this isn't an all-star game this isn't a pro bowl right everybody doesn't have to be 99 everybody doesn't have to be the best at their position everybody doesn't have to be super developed i think the thing that makes sports fun at least for me I mean, it's super competitive, but it's competitive with the tools that you have. If you have a 70 corner and he's going up against a 90 wide receiver, I mean, that's, that's the battle. That's, you know, somebody should be better. There needs to be a stud on the team that makes a difference. It can't be everybody makes a difference. 
Does yeah, that, correct. Do I have a point there? Yeah, no, you have a great point. Because, like, some, like, I go with what my I feel like is my strength and my weakness. So, like, if I feel like I have a stronger, like, I'm not, like, my linebackers are good. I like fast linebackers. So, like, let's say, but I can be a little weak in the defensive tackle area, then, like, that's what I'll do. Because in reality, you're never going to get a team full of 99s or shouldn't. And it's just like real life. Like, there's teams that's strong here and weak here, and that's just how it is. So the beauty of it is you're building your team to your strengths and your weaknesses. So I find that very fun and competitive because, Me like, too. I don't want it to have be strong 99s everywhere. I want to have some weakness. I want to have some design. I want to build my team to me and stuff like that. And I, that's what I feel like the beauty in the game is. I agree. I feel like when you look on defense, you know, traditionally it's usually like do you have a great D-line or do you have a great secondary? Do you have great linebackers or do you have great rushers on offense? Like do you have a great, you know, running back or do you have a great wide receiver? Do you have a great offensive line or do you have a good, you know, running? Like there's there's a push and pull to everything. And it shouldn't be that you have a great running back, great wide receiver, great tight end, great O-line. When that happens, that's the Pro Bowl. You're in the Pro Bowl. You know, that's not the regular season. For sure. For sure. And sometimes you're going to look up and get some strong places in more than one place. But that's because of building and design, not cheesing and um, trading and stupid, like, stupid stuff like that that I thought back in the day before I started. So, like, that's the great part of it. If you develop them and everything like that, that's one thing. But when you're going out there and just doing crazy stuff, it's just it's just not fun. When you look at offense, and we're specifically talking about Madden here, the video game, fake football. When you're looking at offense and you're looking at defense, if you had to pick the most important, not position, but the most, you know, if you had to have your highest overall at that position, where would where would you go? Me personally, because everybody's different, I like having the best corners. I go straight. I go really hard on my corners and possibly safeties because that's just what I feel is n- not necessarily just my weakness, but that's just where I feel the most comfortable having my best players at. And on offense. On offense. You can't ever go wrong with a good line. I'm not going to lie. I try to get yeah. that line good oh, as possible. Yeah. Especially in the red zone. For sure, for sure. That that good old line in the red. See, you know, as I mean, this is very obvious, but as you get to the red zone, the field shrinks, and it's very hard to complete passes. And if you do, it's going to be, you know, sweaty, you know, in between, you know, two guys, or you're trying to, you know, have a nice, one-on-one man cut to the outside it's going to be sweaty but if you within the red zone when that field shrinks if you have a good old line good strong dudes and you could push around a team and get your runs design runs i'm not saying just dive up the middle but if you could design runs good formations that's success right there oh for sure yeah nothing's got to be it don't always got to be a home run Sometimes you just need a nickel or dime, and then when you get see that chance, then you you know open up a little bit. But yeah, I, I've been working on trying not to be rushed and just being okay with nickel and diamond. Now, let's look at uh, as we near the end of our time. Let's look at the end of uh, or the beginning of the season coming up here. Um, 
Do you have any matchups that you're really looking forward to, whether it's really good games that you play against other users or maybe there's a new player that you want to get a look at? What are you excited for on this uh, season coming up? I'm not going to lie. Um, I feel like uh, Logan and Scott, that's a really exciting watch right there. I yep. feel like um, Logan is a, a menace on that defensive line, and he plays really smart and good. But then you have Scott, who's kind of like a magician, kind of just thinking and plotting the whole time, not scared to nickel and dime it. So, like, it's kind of like watching a dang gorilla and dang uh, – polar bear fight because you I mean you don't know who's gonna win that one because like straight up Logan counterreacts Scott but Scott actually counterreacts Logan too so it's it's a beautiful game to watch. I feel like they're the same people on the gridiron. Very for sure, similar. For, for sure, Very for similar. sure. Now I know we only had like, you know, nine minutes, ten minutes scheduled with your agent. Um, I was very sad to hear that. But do you think you could extend the time a little bit? Can you stay with us? Oh, yeah. I can stay. Oh, that's that's great news because, you know, that was, that was very excellent. You'll um, have to pay me a little extra, but it all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to my people and we'll see what we can do. But, you know, that was very good and... You know, we still have Van here, and I'd love to bring him back in and, and get the three of us talking. But before I bring him back in, give me your best memory, specifically, you know, come on, let's keep this on Madden only here, but give me your best memory uh, about Van. About Van. About Van. My best memory of Van ever was playoff against Rizzy 22 it was the second season he had a chance to make it and advance to the next round of the playoffs but instead of taking the knee he decided to get greedy actually he didn't decide to get greedy he didn't look at the clock and he thought he was down or did or it was fourth so he went past the ball pick six game over, and oh, no. Van and all them took a little sad ride home, and it was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious Sorry, to buddy. you. Love you. Hilarious Sorry, buddy. to you. Love you. But oh, I will say, it definitely motivated them in Pittsburgh because he came but back, listen, I believe it were, was the next season, and won that Super was, Bowl. He did, but... We also forgot that he pulled a Patriots versus Falcon. He was up 30 points. <laughs> <laughs> and then came back and and Rizzy beat him. It was all like right. watching well, the Patriot game all over again. <laughs> well, with that being said, let's bring back the previous owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers, previous uh, Super Bowl winner. A lot of success here, a lot of wins. Van, welcome back. What's up, man? How's it going, Now, Zach? what do you have to say to... Uh, you have to so you got the story wrong, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, no, it's right. Maybe the season was wrong. <sighs> no, the season, it doesn't matter. But yeah, it's more or less what happened. Uh, I thought for some reason I had to get a first down to run out the clock, and it was fourth down, um, or third down. And so I rolled out and passed the ball through a pick six with like 15 seconds left in the game, and when all I had to do was kneel the ball to win. Uh, and I would have played, I think, 
Logan in the next round of the playoffs, and Rizzy went on to win the Super Bowl that year, so that kind of sucked he did, too. He did. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was a big. That could have been. I'm bad. just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna blame that on Korea Korea servers, you know. <laughs> not a not any fault of my own. Did you win the Super Bowl mm. on Korean servers? No, uh, when no. I got back, uh, I got back and then just went on a tear. Uh, when I got back, and a, yeah, he become a menace. That was the best ball playing I've ever seen Van do in his life. It was, it yeah, was, a beautiful. It was beautiful. I didn't lose a game, like, period. I, I was blowing people out. I think the closest game I had was against Kevin in the the first round in the playoffs, and it was, I I beat him by like ten, I think seven or ten, yeah, something like that. And that, but that was that was easily the closest game I had, and now, other than that. Now, I think uh, it would be very exciting for those listening to know that probably on the next episode that we do, um, we're going to be revealing the draft order of, of, the, of the team, of, of, of the league. Now, let's just say, you know, well, let me put it this way. Are there teams that you're already thinking about, and this is, you know, this is to both of you? Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. Uh, I have probably like three or four in my head that I really Same. want. Three or four. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people in this league have the same kind of mindset overall. And so they, they the teams that everyone wants uh, are going to be taken pretty early. So a lot, some people are going to have to like settle for other teams that they don't necessarily like weren't excited for. So Give us some names. To see. Of teams? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I think the Eagles will be a super fun team to play with. Um, I want I was looking at the Chargers, but they're just a little too good to start the season off, so I, I might pass on them. But um, the Colts are a fun team to try out with Matt Ryan and his, maybe yeah. his final season. Jonathan Taylor. Denver. Denver could be fun. I just I don't like playing with Russell Wilson, so it's well, I not. Mean, but that's that's the fun thing, right? Because you you get like one two seasons out of him, he's gone, and then you bring in the next guy, and then start a rebuild right there. Or you could he's a trade piece, you know. I feel like that's exciting, Denver. Denver could be for for the right team. Plus, again, that's a team Rizzy had when he beat me, so I have bad blood towards Denver. I'm not not the biggest fan. What about the Raiders? Uh, I'm. I don't know about Zach, but. There's so much bad publicity with the Raiders that it doesn't fit my that. scheme. It doesn't fit my scheme that I want. What about I don't know you, if Zach, Zach has specific teams, but... What about you, Zach? When you look at teams in the league, what are some teams that you think are going to be picked first or second? <sighs> Great question. I know I got the, for sure the Panthers inside. That's a great team. So you do, Zach? Oh, yeah, the Panthers. Great jerseys. Let me tell you, great yeah. jerseys. Yeah, hey, you just sure, love sure. Sam Darnold. Oh, Baker's there now. Baker, 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 Baker. But, yeah, Baker. I could have a lot of success with the Panthers. Baker, my lookalike's there. Um, it's hard not to go with the Jets again. That's a beautiful little rebuild. Oh, um, Zachy Poo. More than Zach a rebuild. Wilson. Maybe Jaguars, and um, I've thought about Patriots. I've thought about them. That would be cool. 
get a little Matt that Jones cool action, a little Jones Jones love. Because you know someone's going Giants. You know it. Yeah. I just got to kind of see. I'm hoping I'm last pick. I want to see where everybody's kind of going, kind of lean left, lean right. See yeah, honestly. Go and take my talent to play against. That's what, yeah, that's what sucks because if you, if you don't, like, have any user games, like anyone in your division, you don't have any user games, it's like, okay, I played the CPU 17 times this year. See, we need to get people, for sure, some matchups, like a few people in the same division, for sure, because we need as many user games, too. Yeah, and that's why, like, like Zach said, he made he made a good point. You know, the first couple teams are kind of going to set the tone where a lot of the later round teams want to go. Yep. Now, <clears throat> Van. That's me. Are you better than Zach at Madden? I think I'm better on offense, but I think Zach's a better overall Madden player. That Zach, makes sense. Reply. Every morning when I wake up, I pee excellence. <laughs> I mean, you think you're good. better than Van? The good. No, no, I never. I can confirm nor deny. Do you think you're better? I will agree <laughs> with the Van's answer. So you're better. Uh, I'm, I'm not going in with bad blood yet. I will. <laughs> Do you have bad blood with anybody, Van? Now, bad blood doesn't really mean bad blood. It could just mean a rivalry. Do you have... You uh, I mean, Scott thinks he has a rivalry with me, but I, I'm going to beat Scott 10 times out of 10. Um... <sighs> But uh, I do think my biggest rivalry is Kevin. Uh, yep. I think, I mean, I, honestly, like, everyone in this league can win on any given day. I'm going to disagree with something you guys said earlier, though. Uh, I think Kevin, or, uh, sorry, Scott and Logan are very different offensive Madden players, whereas they're very similar defensive players. Interesting. Um, Elaborate. Logan, Logan, like, can take a lot more risks uh Logan likes to take a lot more risks on offense, where Scott is a lot more methodical. And the moment you shut down, yeah, if you shut down Scott's Diamond and Duncan, it's it's very hard for him to come out of that place. Whereas Logan, he's he somehow just dials up these big plays consistently, um, which is something Scott doesn't do necessarily as often. That's a good point. Well, I think this was excellent. We're at 30 minutes right now. This was a great episode one. I'd like to thank both of you. Um, is there anything you guys would like to say just as a final goodbye? Uh, good luck, Zachary. Uh, I feel bad that you're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs this year. I would like to say, Van, eat more chicken. And there you have it. <laughs> and there you have it. GGL, episode one. Thank you so much.